0: Welcome to the Up Your Backend Podcast, a place where we talk about all things that increase the back end of both your business and life. My name is Laura Gucic, and we're going to be chatting, launching, strategy, tech, systems, mindset, goals, and tips and tricks, because it's my mission to help as many online coaches earn big through online courses, while also having incredible time freedom and spending time doing the things they love most. Online biz doesn't need to be hard, and I truly believe that with the right strategies and right mindset, you really can have it all. Leave it to me to provide you with the tools, resources, the strategies and the teachings that you need to launch your online courses bigger than your wildest dreams. I know that we're going to have so much fun together, so let's begin. Welcome back to another week. I am so excited because today we're going to jump into a topic that I think I have a conversation with almost every single client I've ever worked with. So I'm so excited to dive really deep into that and to give you some tips and some guidelines for how you can make a decision on what is best for you. But before we do that, I am going to ask you a huge favor. As you know, I'm on a mission to help as many people as I can make a living from work working online. And that means helping them know what to do. So my favourite to you is if you know anybody that is in the process of doing that or already has a business but wants to take it bigger, I ask that you share an episode with them. Send a screenshot or send them a link or send them something so that they can also come on this journey and create the best life that is possible for them. All right, I'm so excited because we are going to jump in <clears throat> to really what is a beta and what is the purpose of it. Okay, so let's dive in with what does the word beta even mean? And so beta is not specific to the online course or the online program world, right? Beta, you'll see a lot of the time, especially in the tech companies, right? Or anybody that's doing software, whenever they're testing a new feature or they're testing it for the first time, they'll say that it's in beta. So if you've got any online software, sometimes you might see that a little section is in beta and this just means that they're testing it. Right. And the same goes for an online program. It's that you're testing something. And what has happened is that in the online course space, when we talk about beta, we are what people mean is that you want to test that there's actually a market for your program. Right. And you can use it as an opportunity to also test, you know, some of the tech, do all the buttons work? or all of that kind of stuff work? Right. But we're testing does the market want what it is I have to offer and teach them? We're not testing your knowledge right and a lot of people think that's actually what's happening and so i want to make that really really clear we're just testing does the market have something that i that i have to offer and the reason we want to do that is because we don't want to build something and spend all of this time doing it and then nobody buys it right we really want to monetize it before we make it but what you're going to identify in this episode is that this should actually happen for both types of people, whether or not you have a market or don't have a market, my recommendation always to all of my clients is that you monetize before you make it regardless, right? And we're going to get into that. But that's kind of what's happened is we've people have misconstrued beta for, oh, I'm actually just testing, you know, how I teach or how I, you know, my knowledge. We're not testing that. We're testing, is there a market for what you are offering, right? And- The biggest mistake that I see people make when they go, I'm going into beta or I'm going to launch beta is that they're not actually telling their audience about it and they're expecting a launch outcome. And they're two very different things, right? They're expecting like, you know, I'm going to have, especially in their first, especially when you're starting out, you're like, I'm going to have 10 to 20 people in my beta round. But what's happening is you're not telling anybody, you think you're telling them because, you know, you're showing up and you're selling and you're saying my cart's open, you know, doing these things, but you're not actually telling them enough about it in order to make it viable. And we have a mindset issue issue here because we're like, yes, I'm in beta, but your expectations are around that first launch, right, which is that 10, 20, 30 people. And, you know, that number really varies. And and I say that with such a caveat because, It honestly could be anything, right? But if we were to talk, you know, in normal, inverted commas, terms, that's kind of where we'd be looking, right? And your beta, yeah, your beta could have 10, 20, 30 people if you do it right, right? And so that's what we're going to touch on now. So the next step is... When should you do a beta, right? And there's really two questions that you want to be asking yourself to know if you should do a beta. The first question is, do I have an audience that knows who I am, right? So if you have an idea but you have no um, audience, so whether that's on Instagram, on Facebook, in email marketing, whatever it is, if you have nothing, like you're starting from zero, then that's what we mean by audience, right? So do you have an audience? Who knows you? If you have an audience, so if you have an Instagram or if you have Facebook or an email marketing, whatever it is that you have with where your audience is, do they know who you are? They don't need to know about your program or your offer, but do they know who you are, right? Number two is do you have an audience or do I have an audience that that I know wants and needs this program, right? So do I have an audience that I know wants and needs this program. So again, if A, if you don't have an audience, this second question is pretty self-explanatory. But if you do have an audience, but you don't know that they actually need what you have to offer, then we want to be doing more of the beat around. Right. And so, an example of this would be, um, for example, I see a lot of um, people in the influencer space who will, who people definitely know who they are, but they don't themselves, the influencer, doesn't have a clear enough understanding of do people actually need what it is that I'm offering. And there's ways to identify this, right? It's really simple. We don't have to necessarily do a beta to identify this. We can do polls, we can do engagement, we can start talking to people, we can do all of that stuff, right? right? Right. But if you don't know, then you'd also be wanting to do a beta. Right. But if you've answered, yeah, look, I do have actually an audience that knows who I am. And I also know that they want this because, you know, I've been having conversations with people or I'm talking about things and then people keep saying, wait, wait, how did you do that? They're all of the insights that, you know, people need what it is that you're offering. Right. So if you answer no to those questions and you're like, yeah, look, I really don't have an audience and I really don't know if people are interested in what I have to offer, then we want to be doing a beta, right? And so let's talk about what this actually looks like and my suggestions for you to still make your beta work really well for you, right? So the first thing is that during a beta most of it is going to be through engagement right and casual conversations you're not necessarily going to be launching with an open cart right it's going to be casual conversations engaging with people in their dms or with email marketing whatever it is your tool but we're going to be having conversations and it's going to be going something along the lines of hey look i've um you know been thinking about doing this i've had a lot of interest or people have suggested that i should do this and i'm just putting the feelers out there you know and we've got scripts for all of this kind of stuff that people can use right but we're getting the conversation started we're just saying would you be interested this and you're you're outlining what it is and we're having the two-way conversation there's going to be a lot of that right And the other question that you need to ask yourself at this point is how many people can you actually cope with in your program for the first time? Because this is going to look very different for every person dependent on the style of program, what you're teaching, all of those things, right? It's going to look very, very different for you. But sometimes actually all you can manage is two or three people. And so, being really, really clear with yourself of, you know, if you have a program, for example, that has one to ones every single week, and you're also still doing another job, or you've got a service based business, or whatever you might have on the side, then how many people can you actually take on during this beat around? because the universe is only going to give you what you can actually manage. And so it's actually about getting in alignment with what you can actually take on board because that's what the universe is going to give you anyway, right? And so it helps if we actually understand this before we go into this. So that's what we want to be doing, right? And so then what we also want to be doing is not focusing. At this point for you, you are not focusing on growing your audience, Right, And this is where I see a lot of people go wrong because they're like, okay, I'm doing a beta, I'm launching, I've got to grow my audience. This is not your game plan at this point in time what you're actually trying to do is put your feelers out there to your immediate circle, right? Whether it's people you know, and this is where networking is so important, right? So networking with people, can you do it to friends and family? How can you put the feelers out there for that first round to really get people in and for you to go, you know what, people paid me for this and I know that there's an option here. And we're also going to test the system in which people get the transformation, right? Now, the other thing that we're going to do during beta, nine times out of 10, we're actually going to make it a cheaper price. And this helps because we're saying to people, look, I'm testing this program, I'm testing the transformation, I'm testing the tech, whatever it is that you're testing. And so we're going to give it to them at a discount and that also helps to get people across the line, right? But we are not necessarily going out and you can absolutely put it on your Instagram. I'm not saying that we're not doing that. But it's much more of a two-way conversation, a you reaching out to people to ask them if they would be interested in coming into your beat around. We're not necessarily having an open cart. We're not doing, you know, four, seven days of open cart. We're actually just getting people in with a certain start date. And in your world, you have a timeline, you'll know, okay, well, I'm starting on this date. And so I can really only get people in by this point. So you'll know that, but that's what you're doing in the background, right? And so... Then the key for this one here, and it's actually going to be the key for the other one as well, which I'll touch on, but it's about then building your program live. And a lot of people get confused by this because they're like, wait, I've got to actually then do a Zoom and I've got to then present that way. That's not what I mean by live. What we want to do when we're doing a beat around and then we're creating our program after people have paid us for it is that each week it's going to be what we call drip fed. And so each week they're going to get the content for that week, right? So let's say they are starting today's a Monday and let's say they're starting the following Monday. You would record the content this week for next week and then next week they would get that content and you would then record the content for the following week. Right, and so you're just recording it a week in advance to when they actually need it. Sure, you can absolutely do masterclasses and teach via Zoom and do whatever you want. But that, if that's not your style and you're like, I, I actually want to have modules and then I'm going to come on for a Q&A or whatever your style is, then you can absolutely create it the week before and then give it to them that the next week, right? That's what we mean by live. And it's also really important to do this because during the process, especially when you're doing Q&A and when you're engaging with the people in the program, They'll be asking questions that you'll be like, wait, I thought I covered that or, oh my God, I had not thought about that at all. And so that's your opportunity to then go into the next week and actually either cover that further or update the modules that you've already done for the next round, right? And so that's the purpose. So that is what it should look like if you're doing a beta launch, right? We don't want to be wasting our resources on putting time and money, time is money, into a launch when we don't even know that people are going to pay us for it, right? Now, if you're in the other category where you're like, look, I have an audience, they know who I am, and I have a really good idea that they they need what I have to offer. Either, you know, people have been DMing you and saying, wait, how did you get those results? Prime example, if you're an influencer... I guarantee you, you're getting people asking you, how did you become an influencer? How did you grow your audience? If you have people asking you that stuff, that's a really good indication that people want what it is that you have to offer. And a lot of people will go, but I don't know how much people will pay. Sure, fair, but that's your job. Right? Your job is to set the price, create a program that is worth that value. And remember, value is very different to quantity or quality. Um, your value, and then it's your job to convince them of that value right so don't worry if you're like well i don't really know how much people are going to pay because that is what you can your job is to set the price and to then convince people that it's worth that much and this is where sales training comes in or other tactics that we can use right to help get people across the line So if you're in that category, then I recommend that you are actually still going to do what we call the live launch, right? Or the um, the live creation, sorry, not the live launch, the live creation. And so you're still, even if it's your first time launching, you're still going to do it where it's drip fed, right? So week by week, they're going to get the content that is valuable for them that week, right? Now, if you have a program where it all needs to be done, because it's not necessarily in a sequential order where they need to learn something first before they learn the next piece then my recommendation to you is pick a date that's far enough between you closing your cart and you having your first welcome call or whatever you want to have there's a big enough gap that you can create all that content So you have that option. You can also create a chunk of content that doesn't necessarily have to be week by week. It could be like module one, module two. Maybe you do two modules and then you do the rest once they're in. You can come up with a process where it's going to give them enough to get started and then you're going to release the rest, right? And you make the rules here. You actually explain to them, look, guys, you've got access to module one. Module two will be coming in three weeks time once you have had enough time to complete module module one because you really can't move on to module two until you've done module one or whatever the process looks like for you, right? So create the gap if you're like, look, I really need to get a really big chunk up there for them before they start. And so if you're still in this category where you're like, look, I haven't launched before, but I know that people need what I have and I've got an engaged audience or an audience who knows who I am, then My recommendation always is that you should be launching in some way, shape or form and you should be launching with a plan and you should be launching with a solid understanding of what it is you're trying to achieve. And This also comes back to what I said previously in the beta round of how many people can you actually physically take in your program, in your world right now. Having that plan is a really, really good understanding of what your launch is going to look like. Because again, if it really is only, look, I really just want five people this round, then we're going to be doing a very different launch than what we are if you're like, look, I could take 30 people on. Because... Part of the launch always is growth and audience and getting people to engage with you because your launch will naturally do this once you start the process. And so if it is a much smaller thing, then you're almost going to, you're not going to necessarily skip that step, but you're going to change it up slightly where instead of growth is actually going to be focused on engagement. And so, but you still want to be launching. You still want to be going through the phases. So you want to be going through the planning phase. You want to be going through the pre-pre-launch phase, which is about the attention, getting people's attention, attracting them to us. Or even if it's when it's say attracting them to us, it's still our current audience, but attracting them to have conversations with us. Right, you want to be moving into your pre launch phase where you are going to offer people, you know, some sort of inspiration about what's possible. And um, even if you don't have testimonials, nine times out of 10, you're already the case study, right? So, sharing your story or giving them some insight into what it is that you're teaching, right? So, this is where a masterclass comes in or a webinar. So whatever it is, you're still going to be going through that phase and then you're going to be having your open cart period. You're going to be opening your doors and closing your doors. So that is my recommendation for you, right? And I hope that's now making sense around beta because what we don't want to do and what I see a lot of people doing is it's actually a launch where they have capacity to take on like this is it for them. They're launching because they've got enough capacity in their world to be like this is the program that I'm running 24 7 but what they're doing is they're doing it as a beta and then they're not really telling anybody about it because they're like oh well it's beta so I've just kind of got to have this conversation and then I'm putting it up on my stories because I've got an open cart and what's happening is you're actually creating confusion for the buyer because they're like well, hang on, I thought this was beta, but it feels like they're doing this full launch thing here. And then they're like, but so, and they're getting confused and a confused buyer never buys. So we want to make it very, very clear for them. And this also comes down to, you know, who are you and what's your brand? And what do you want people to see when you go out there and when you put this out there? Because I've said it time and time again, and I'll say it again. Launching is the way in which you run your business right it's the your business design so if you are launching because that's how you make money then that is the majority of how you're going to be showing up to your customer and to your audience and so how do you want people to perceive you when you're doing that because if let's just say you know you want people to perceive you as somebody who knows what they're talking about somebody who has a lot of experience whatever it is, then if you're doing this middle section where it's this kind of beta where it's like, look, I think I'm launching, but it's actually still beta and I'm not really sure what I'm doing here. It's confusing for them. So again, my recommendation is sit in one of the two camps, either it's I have no market. I don't know if people want what I have. I'm going to be doing the background work to put my fillers out there, use my inner circle to connect with and see if I can get people to pay for this program and then I will create it. Or you're going to sit in the other camp, which is I have an audience that knows who I am and I have some understanding that they ha- they need what I have to offer. And so then you're going to move into a launch style of presenting that offer but it can be a smaller launch right you don't have to be spending the forty-five thousand hours on creating all of the content for you know a live launch or doing facebook ads or whatever it is right you can do a much smaller one but we're making it very very obvious of what's actually happening and you're going to be going through the entire launch process hopefully that has made some sense for you Hopefully if you're like okay this I was thinking about launching and I wasn't really sure if I should do a beta or if I shouldn't hopefully you're now also understanding what beta even means and it's given you a lot of clarity to make that decision for you So I am going to leave it there, but last, actually, I'm going to add one more thing in. If you're listening to this on Monday, the 4th of April, we have just kicked off our Map Your Launch live event and there is still time to jump on in. So it's going to be running all week. We've got three days together and then there'll be replays, but jump on in. The link will be in the show notes of this Come and have a listen, come and engage with us and you'll be able to map your entire launch and now that you know if you're going to be sitting in that more, you know, engaged audience style, you can actually map it with that plan in mind even if you've never put this to market before. So come and join us. It's going to be so much fun. I'm honestly so excited. I can't wait to jump on with everybody on Monday. So have a fabulous week and I can't wait to be back in your ears next Monday. Thank you so much for tuning in to today's episode. If you absolutely loved what you heard today, make sure you hit the subscribe button. And if you're not already following me on social media, come and chat with me over on Instagram at underscore. And don't forget... This podcast is about helping you to grow your online coaching programs. So make sure you drop any questions you have into the link in the show notes so that I can keep helping you in the best way possible. I can't wait to connect with you in the next episode.